0: Watched Santa Paws for the first time. Never thought I'd watch that movie. I didn't even watch the whole thing. I always saw bits and pieces of it when we were help, I was helping uh, with the Christmas tree. Benji was really into it though. So, don't the dogs talk in that one? Yeah, there's. We there only saw one dog. I'm sure there was more dogs at some point,
1: but one, two, three. <laughs> <It's not chaotic.
0: laughs> Welcome to View from the Top of the Goalpost. I'm your host, Diesel, joining you from Diesel's Dapper Dungeon of Delight. This Chad is lucky number 13 this week, I never look at these things until I'm introducing you. So I'm just going to throw it on to the Dadalac Chad and. Say, how are you this Wednesday evening after Thanksgiving weekend?
1: Still taking those turkey naps? Uh, I am not taking any <laughs> turkey naps, and neither are my children. So I am a little a little tired. I'm a little wired, and I'm uh, ready to go. I'm ready to go for this uh, exciting episode of You from the Top of the Goalpost and make some picks. And, you know, I'm, just, I'm the best in the world at what I do. And what I do is pick football games. Bada-bing, bada-boom.
0: Well, I mean, in this view from the top of the goalpost universe, you are the best in the world of making picks. You're one of two. and uh, But lately, we've been tying. We, we split again. Both of us went 9-7. and 7, Didn't have a great week this week. Way hey, over 500. Uh, that brings our season total. Chad is at... 115 and 67 i'm at 110 and 72 and ches promised me that he's going off the wall this week and we're gonna see because i have i have an off the wall pick that i'm sure you're gonna do the same thing and we're gonna end up having like four different again and but yeah so uh, why don't we talk about your locks of the week before i move on and forget about those because sometimes i do
1: Hey, you know, we actually had a pretty good week, so throw the graphic up now. As you can see, we had a perfect Thanksgiving with the overhitting in the Green Bay and Detroit game with Dallas and San Francisco covering. We also hit both of our other bonus locks with Indy covering, minus 2.5, and and Baltimore covering, minus 3.5. We pushed on the... No. I lied. We didn't push on uh, anything. We won <laughs> on the bronze lock with Pittsburgh. We unfortunately lost with the silver lock, with it being the fact that the Jacksonville-Houston game did not hit the over because the field goal quicker didn't have just enough mustard on it to get it there for half making year. it 24-24. to 24. that would have just been one half yard. A 57-yarder, 50, he'd have made it. And then we got the... Uh, we pushed on the gold lock, is what I meant to say earlier, because the Eagles did not need to kick the extra point in overtime to win the game. So they only won the game by three. So we pushed on that one. But once again, only one mark of red on the ledger and a whole bunch of green. So we did pretty darn good for Thanksgiving. We uh, gobbled up some victories.
0: Fun fact I was at once at a Packer game where David Aker hit the crossbar, but it bounced over and went in. And it was a 63-yarder, which at the time tied the NFL record. But uh, I was also in that end zone where I was sitting. I'll never forget the sound of the dong. It's so much different than on TV. And I couldn't believe that it bounced over, but that's just crazy. That's every time I see one hit the crossbar, that's my first thought every time.
1: The only time I've ever seen a field goal kicker hit one of the either bars or the crossbar was at a Wisconsin Badger game. And that was during the, like, final game when they almost lost the game but won in overtime. There was a whole bunch of field goals, and both kickers were shit. Like always. Like always. It's
0: not Wisconsin football unless you have a shitty kicker. <laughs> Woo! Well, anyways, let's talk about the first game, Thursday Night Football.
1: Want to say who's on by this week? Because last week you were saved because there was no teams on by. But this week there's a whole bunch of teams on by.
0: Before we talk about Thursday Night Football, natural transition into who's on by this week. We have six teams on by. And they are Baltimore Ravens, Buffalo Bills, Chicago Bears, Las Vegas Raiders, Minnesota Vikings, and the New York Giants.
1: A little sad that both the Vikings and the Bears are on by this week because we don't get to talk about that just absolute dog shit of a Monday Night Football game. Like, I have said that Monday Night Football has been bad this year. That probably took the cake for the worst Monday Night Football game maybe in the past, like, five years. Uh, When I looked and I stopped watching it, I watched the first quarter and I was like, I'm going to turn it off. Like, maybe something good will happen if I turn it off. Nope. Nothing happened good in that entire game. 12 to nine, really? Monday night football, primetime football? You guys suck.
0: Bears won without scoring a touchdown. Yeah. And that, it's all because there was no legit Thursday night football game this week. And, cause that's what would have been Thursday night football, cause that's how those games go. But yeah, that game, I didn't watch it. I was very glad I didn't watch that game because yeah, it sounded pretty not fun to watch. Uh, Matt Eberfuss, yeah, think,
1: even though you won, you should still be fired.
0: Oh, Fire yeah, that for man. Sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think the Minnesota's luck has run out. They couldn't even beat the Bears, so that might be good for the Packers. Who knows? But, anyways, Thursday Night Football, we have the 6 and 5 Seattle Seahawks traveling to the 8 and 3 Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys are favored by nine with a 46.5 point over-under. And the fan vote has the Cowboys at 93%. I'll let you go first on this one, Chad.
1: Well, it is to this point where Seattle is kind of who I thought they were at the beginning of the year. because And not because of their own foibles or anything like that. It's a lot of injuries, all right? Geno Smith's nicked up and doesn't look like Geno Smith of last year. Kenneth Walker III is doubtful for this game and most likely won't suit up. Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf have been hurt all year and been on and off the injury report. And then you have a b- whole bunch of rookie wide receivers behind him. And that offense just can't do shit. And you now have to go into Dallas on a short week. For actually not lied, both of them played on Thursday night, so they both have the same amount of rest. They both get that, I guess, in their favor. But Dallas is winning this game. I Dallas at home this year has been an absolute juggernaut. I'm the juggernaut, bitch. Dallas now is the top scoring team in the NFL this year, being scoring more points than the Dolphins, even though the Dolphins had a 70 point game. The Dallas Cowboys average more points per game now this year because they are just on a freaking tear. Dak Prescott looks like an MVP caliber quarterback, and that offense, especially now that Tony Pollard has become involved, is terrifying. And that defense, if they can get pressure on you, which they easily can, it covers up their shaky secondary. Seattle's going to get blown out in this game. The Thursday night bonus lock of the week. I don't even care what the spread gets up to. I am hammering Dallas. Once again, I'm I'm still on sabbatical. But come December, next week, I'll be gambling again. But this week, sabbatical still. So, But I tell you, folks, I've been doing well these past two weeks. Hammer Dallas. They're going to crush Seattle.
0: So does that mean you're going to be gambling on Sunday?
1: I haven't decided yet.
0: (laughs) Okay, I'm 100% with you in Dallas. Dallas is... A better team Seattle as they are the team that they look like basically like this is what everyone was expecting I was hoping that they would exceed expectations but they just are who they are and there's nothing wrong with that they can still make a run at the playoffs um, doesn't bode well for the Packers if they do so and I don't want to talk about the Packers making the playoffs or anything like that but i get i don't know i'm starting to get like remember how i had stockholm syndrome for the 49ers earlier in the year i got it for this like everyone just talking about it and i wanted to come into this episode saying no just <laughs> shouldn't talk about it but like now i got this got this feeling
1: i got and, a feeling
0: yeah I mean they're yeah, we're not talking about the Packers, I'm just saying their their schedule after this week is pretty favorable. But uh, I got Dallas this week. Dallas is no threat to the Packers in the playoff. So go Dallas. But uh yeah, Seattle
1: eh, I've had a good run.
0: I don't know. I just don't see Seattle scoring very many points in this game. And I told you I believe in Dak. And I've never lost faith in Dak. And yeah, they could legitimately be the NFC's champion this year. I really believe that.
1: I, I wouldn't be shocked at this point, especially if the team stays healthy. They look as good as any other team in the NFC, and then they hung with the Eagles, and they probably should have won that game. So we'll see what happens when they meet again, if they meet again.
0: Once again, half a yard short.
1: Half a yard short.
0: Twice. So moving on to the first game on Sunday, maybe Chad will bet this game, maybe he won't, because it is December 3rd. Uh, At noon, we have the 6-5 Indianapolis Colts traveling to the 4-7 Tennessee Titans. Colts are favored by two with a 43.5 point over-under. 73% of the fan vote has the Colts and the Titans. They won last week but they were playing a game of which bad team is just a little bit better because they didn't didn't look good against the Panthers. And how they have four wins, that's actually kind of surprising. Uh, I have Indianapolis in this game. They looked good against Tampa, and I – Jonathan Taylor – Every week is getting a little bit better, and a little bit better. He's looking like his almost MVP form from
1: 2021. It's... You didn't see the news, son huh, Diesel?
0: No, I guess I didn't see the news.
1: John Taylor is out two to three weeks. He is having surgery on one of his thumbs.
0: I didn't see that news, but that seems like something that I probably could have waited until uh, season. I mean... Unless it's like really bad, yeah, I it know must that be means. really
1: bad. It's something happened last week during the game that no one apparently saw, but yeah, that news came out that the Colts are hoping they'll be back in two to three weeks. So, your Zach Moss fantasy play looking uh, pretty
0: good this week, yeah, especially since uh, I needed to find a starting running back. So, boom, looks like Got I'm you, in my like, Regardless, I still have Indianapolis because Tennessee's just hot dumpster fire, and the Colts—they're not going to win this division, but they're—they're they're in it. They're in the wild card race. Uh, are they going to make it? I guess time will tell. If I had to guess, I would say they're going to finish a game out, but they're winning this game.
1: Man, if somehow the afc south took three teams to the playoffs this year that i think would be one of the biggest shockers of probably ever i legitimately i remember like doing the preseason picks and everything like that and even going into week one and all of these weeks that have happened since never would i have ever thought that come week 13 there was a legitimate chance that three teams from the dumpster fire that is the AFC South could actually make the playoffs and three teams that actually could make noise in the playoffs if they get a favorable matchup. Uh, but on to this game, no matter what, I will tell you, I will not be betting this game because you know what? Forgot one of my rules, Diesel. Chad, you don't bet on AFC South matches when the AFC South <laughs> teams play each other. Stay away. Stay away. And you forgot that last week. And that's why you got the silver lock wrong. So I am going to take Indianapolis because of everything you have said, because they are a hot dumpster fire. While Indianapolis is only a, you know, it's not a dumpster fire. It's it's like a campfire that's a little out of control. You're enjoying it for the moment, but at any moment it could start a raging forest fire. So you're just very tentatively waiting. So I'm going to take Indy, but I'm not putting any money on this game, no matter what.
0: Hopefully Smokey the Bear's
1: around. Only you can prevent forest fires. Skipper, leave the fires to Smokey the Bear, will
0: you? And next game at noon, we have the 4-7 Los Angeles Chargers traveling to the 2-9 New England Patriots. The... Chargers are favored by six with a 40 and a half point over under and 95% of the fan vote have the Chargers and man, what a way to lose that game. Uh, I couldn't, I mean, I could believe that he missed that field goal, but at the same time, it's just like, I was actually kind of relieved because I texted you that if he would have made that field goal, that game was going to be tied. And we not going to be a winner. Yeah. So I mean, in a way, I was relieved. Um, but you didn't have I to see ten that... more
1: minutes of that f- game. That's that was a relief. <laughs> that was a major relief.
0: I know that, like, even though it's really hard for you right now to actually watch this, you're gonna you're gonna get a good draft pick, and things will be looking up. Trust me, things will be looking up. Yeah, you could still get number one.
1: We could. We just need Arizona. Arizona squeak out a win somewhere because. Legitimately, I I don't think. Oh, Carolina! I'm sorry, Carolina, not Arizona. Arizona's already won enough games.
0: Yeah. But yeah, what do you
1: do you think New England's going to win this game? No, no, I don't. (laughs) I legitimately don't. I don't know if New England wins another game the rest of the year. I I legitimately think they could finish two and fifteen, and I we're going to lose our winning streak to the Jets. That that i almost would guarantee right now i might put a future bet on that that the jets beat the patriots come i don't know if these are week 16 or 17. i don't know when it is but it's coming up soon and the patriots are going to lose that game and it's going to suck they're definitely going to lose this game to the chargers and you know what it's probably going to save Brandon staley's job because they're going to look the once again just like they did against the jets they're probably going to look like world beaters and it's it's rough. It's uh, the, only, the only solace that I can take is that Mac Jones has not taken a single <laughs> practice rep all week, which means that please, please upon all that is holy and unholy and anything else that's out there, do not put him in the game at any cost. I don't, I don't care if Bailey Zappi and Malik Cunningham throw a thousand interceptions in the game. I don't care if they don't complete a single pass. If I see Mac Jones in that game, I am going to freak the F out. Okay. I don't, I, I just, all I, right. This, this is my moment. I've been, I, I, Bill, Bill Belichick, I truly believe in Bill. I think he is still a phenomenal coach, the greatest coach of all time. But I think the message is broken. And I don't know what's happened in New England. And I say it constantly. There's something rotten in Denmark for the San Diego Chargers. Well, boys and girls. There is something rotten in Foxborough, and it's dead, (laughs) and it needs to be removed. I I think that because of all you've done for the Patriots, you shouldn't be fired midseason. You clearly get the rest of the year, but for all other intensive purposes, this is going to be a farewell run, and it's sad that you're going to be stuck on 300 wins for the rest of the year, but at least you got to 300 as a New England Patriot. Thank you, Bill. Patriots lose this game. Probably by 50. I don't know. San Diego probably puts up 1,000 points this week.
0: It uh, It's kind of crazy that this is a Bill Belichick coach team. They are bad. They are so, so bad. I think the Chargers are going to win this game too. The only thing that I have a little worry about is one of your rules. is a team traveling cross-country, and they're traveling from – the West, east. west Coast to East. Is that gonna make a difference? Probably not. But who knows? If if New England does win this game, it's gonna be because of that. And if New England wins this game, you can say bye bye to Staley finally. You believe the the wrong Staley got fired this week. <laughs> Do no. Staley got fired as the offensive coordinator for or maybe he's the running no it was the running backs coach still he got fired for the panthers they fired yep. the wrong staley
1: yeah when this news that staley got fired went across the ticker got excited nope wasn't the right one
0: next game at noon we have the 83 detroit lions facing the five and six new orleans saints detroit is favored by four with a 45 and a half point over under and 93 percent of the fan vote has detroit I'm picking Detroit in this game because I don't know why I'm picking Detroit in this game. Actually, the last two weeks against the Packers and the Bears, they did not look very good. They should have lost to the Bears. And they came out looking like the same team when they came playing the Packers. I thought they would have learned from playing the Bears and, like, woke up. But nope.
1: They did not. The moon
0: got them. The moon got them. I wish I would have known that last week so we could have, like, talked about that and I would have picked the Packers. But that is a crazy stat. Whenever the moon is in waxing gibbous. Good it, job. Uh, yeah. 0-12. Yeah. 0-13 now. Exactly. Yep.
1: Lucky and number 13.
0: It, it is, It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. The Packers look really good. The Lions did not look really good. Uh, Jared Goff. He's been fumbling a lot lately, and he's been throwing some picks. And picking Detroit though, because I just don't think New Orleans is that good. They just lost to Atlanta, who also is not that good. The just like last season, the leading team in the division is under five hundred this point in the season. It's like I thought maybe this division would be like a hair better, like at least be over 500 at this point for the leading but no at least
1: at 500 maybe like at least one team uh,
0: but i don't know detroit if they lose this game they're in some trouble because that like they're gonna win the division either way like the vikings are on the downslide the packers aren't gonna be able to catch them just because they don't play them again and, I figured Detroit's gonna win some more games, but like they lose to New Orleans, like you can pretty much say goodbye to them winning the NFC. Yeah. That's how I feel about it. Like they need to get back on whatever they were on when they were six and one and then eight and two and yeah, Cause they did not look good the last two weeks, but I got Detroit in this game.
1: I also have Detroit in this game and this will be the silver lock of the week in honor of them being blue and silver i thought the symbology would be fun on that symbology (laughs) symbology a word i don't think it is symbolism that's what i meant to say yeah yeah. that's that's (laughs) what i meant to say there i'm very tired folks
0: symbology sounds like a cool word though
1: it does i think i'm pretty sure that's what uh what's his name from angels and demons and the da vinci code the fake professor teaches which isn't a real course but That's totally on a different subject. Okay, this game, Detroit. They're going to win this game for a few reasons. One, it's not a division game. And I know they came out and looked like shit against the Bears and the Packers. But in a lot of ways, that Bears game was a little bit their Super Bowl because they're really, really bad this year. And this Packers game was a culmination of multiple games finally all coming together and it just played out perfectly for them. They were at home. It was Thanksgiving. Just everything came at the Packers' favor. The Packers weren't at home. Well, weren't they?
0: No, they were at they were at Ford Field. No,
1: oh, no, oh, whatever. It worked out <laughs> for the Packers, anyways. I don't care. New Orleans just basically lost all their wide receivers. I don't know if any of them are seriously injured, but. All of them got an injury this past week. Concussions, knees, and ankles. None of those things are good for wide receivers. And they don't usually heal that quickly. And now you have to come play a very, very angry Detroit Lions defense, which is a solid unit. And also, Jared Goff, as long as he can hold on to the damn ball, which he has done the rest of the year, he has had, I think he has 12 turnovers this year, and eight of those 12 have come in the past few weeks it's really really bad his last three games have just been horrendous so as long as he can pull his head out of his bottom then the Detroit Lions should roll in this game once again silver lock of the week eat those points as long as it stays under a touchdown I am totally fine with it once it starts getting to like eight if it gets to eight I don't like it anymore but if it gets up to seven I would still hammer this Detroit Lions they're going to play angry and I will take a lion over a saint any day. I've read parts of the Bible, and I'm pretty sure lions eat saints. I don't know, not a doctor, but it sounds right. Losing his mind.
0: I'm not even gonna comment on that because I'm just gonna make myself sound stupid. So the next game on Sunday at noon, we have the five and six Atlanta Falcons traveling to the four and seven New York Jets who, opened the practice window for aaron Rodgers today as of recording which is 79 days since tearing his acl <laughs> what kind of witchcraft is going on here
1: i i truly don't understand someone has to be lying to us there's gotta be someone li- and did you see the videos of him like out there like practicing? he was freaking slinging the rock like i don't i don't understand i i truly Is there a new magic mushroom out there that we don't know about because we don't have enough money? Like, is there a magic mushroom that if you have a million dollars, you could just heal anything?
0: I don't know. We should have went to his mushroom conference in Denver this year. Damn it. Uh, Didn't it cost like $10,000, like a ticket or something? It was really expensive.
1: Next year, all you great listeners, I'm sure you'll sponsor us a ticket so we can go to (laughs) Mushroom Con with Aaron Rodgers.
0: Yeah, I would go. Um, I'd be there in a second. I The Atlanta Falcons are favored by three with a 33.5 point over-under, and 61% of the fans are picking Atlanta. It's kind of – it seems low because the Jets, they don't have a quarterback, and Alan Lazard got benched healthy. Don't know why. He's also getting paid more this year than all the Packers receivers combined, so I never liked the guy anyway. So I was happy to see him go. Um, I mean, Atlanta's going to win this game because of the fact that I don't know. If just win this game. It's going to be because Ritter throws like three pick sixes. <laughs> no, I don't know what to pick. It's in. I'm going to go Atlanta just because that's what I said originally. Because there's going to be no offense on the side of the Jets. And it's going to be a low-scoring game. 33 and a half over under. That makes sense to me.
1: Diesel, remember when I texted you earlier that I'm going crazy this week? That was during Chad making the graphics. And Chad going, you know, there's some really weird games on this week's schedule. And you know what? Gimme gangrene in this game. Because, folks, Desmond Ritter probably is worse than Tim Boyle. And I mean that straight up legitimately. Desmond Ritter is so, so bad. The New Orleans shouldn't have had a shot in hell in that game. They should have blown the Saints out of the water. They beat the Saints in all three phases of the game. Besides the fact that Desmond Ritter doesn't know how to not throw interceptions. doesn't know how to not fumble the ball. Doesn't know how to not just hand the ball off to Bijan Robinson. Arthur Smith is a horrendous coach. Robert Sala, I don't know, man. I don't know if you're horrendous as well, but you're a shit ton better than Arthur Smith. And it's in New York. Probably is going to be shitty weather because once we reach December in New York, I feel like every game is shitty weather in New York. And I just, I, exactly. I think Sauce Gardner takes two or three, you know, interceptions back for pick sixes. And the Jets win this game 21 to 17. And the over just hits. So you know what? As a bonus lock of the week, give me the over as well. F it.
0: Another weird matchup. It's also a rematch of Super Bowl 45, I believe. It is on Sunday at noon, the two and ten Arizona Cardinals, traveling to the seven and four Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh is favored by five and a half. What am I talking about? Super Bowl 45 was the Packers. I'm an idiot. Uh, Super Bowl 40, maybe. That sounds more about right uh wait was it after <laughs> no it was before because the last super bowl the steelers went to was against green bay yeah
1: there's one okay.
0: there's one uh, against seattle in there somewhere too um i think did they play seattle
1: i don't know diesel right now i you're asking way too much of my brain to try and do anything
0: I'm going to go with, yeah, they played Seattle. I don't know. Sure. <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, I know they played that Arizona. You
1: add, put it up there. Super Bowls. I know for Pittsburgh. a fact
0: they played Arizona. I remember that game. James Harrison and the long touchdown that his helmet hit, and it's still controversial he was definitely to
1: me. down. 1,000% down. I, I stand by that conspiracy theory that he was down, and they just wanted Pittsburgh to Should have went to
0: halftime. Game. Shouldn't have given the points yet. Nope. Uh, anyways, Anyways, uh, Pittsburgh is favored by 5.5. 45 and a half point over under 93% is on Pittsburgh and who you got Chad and why?
1: Well, once again, the bad man's still gone and you had over 400 yards of offense. Let's this week Steelers put it together and score more than 16 points. Okay. We figured out the yards. Now we just have to get into the end zone and this is the perfect team to do that against because Arizona is who we thought they were and they're the fighting chickens this year, not the Cardinals. So give me Pittsburgh in this game, and boy howdy, we're rolling with it again. They are the bronze lock of the week. I will eat those five points because the defense is playing great, and with this offense being able to maybe once again put up at least more than 300 yards of offense, I think that they can easily contain Kyler Murray because he is erratic right now and still trying to get his legs back under him. And I just – I see the Pittsburgh Steelers winning this game easily.
0: I also have Pittsburgh in this game. Going into Pittsburgh, I don't see Arizona winning. And isn't it crazy that I think it was 58 games since the last time Pittsburgh offense had 400 yards? That is a long time uh they yeah they looked good last week and you're right the bad man is gone it's crazy also that they're only two wins away from guaranteeing being over 500 so that's like unless everything goes wrong the mike tomlin streak's gonna stay alive for like 15 years now
1: yeah it's crazy the fact that they are about they're only 2 wins away from being guaranteed a record over 500 and this last week was the first week that they actually outgained an opponent for this entire NFL season. They had been outgained in every single game for 11 weeks up until week 12. It's just wild.
0: Now we get to the weekly part of the show where I bitch about hating the NFL scriptwriters because I don't know how to pick this game. We have the six and five Denver Broncos traveling to the six and five Houston Texans. Houston is favored by three and a half with a 47 and a half over-under. 64% is on Houston. And you know me, I've been riding Denver lately, and but I've also been riding Houston. And man, they came close to beating Jacksonville. Like we talked about, a crossbar half more yard it would have been a good field goal oh man i felt so bad i wanted that game to go into overtime i wanted I to too. see houston win that game i wanted I needed houston a few to more fantasy points
1: and uh yeah i wanted it
0: i wanted houston to be in that division but it just wasn't meant to be uh denver russell wilson's been playing some good football and the receivers are looking better than they were at the beginning of the year. That defense has really stepped it up. They've won five in a row, but going into Houston, it's really hard for me to pick against Houston because CJ Stroud was the only person you couldn't blame for Houston losing that game on uh, Sunday.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, except for the fact that he took that really bad sack for minus 15 yards. That was a pretty rough thing to do right away.
0: Yeah, that was a rookie mistake, that's for sure. Uh, He was trying to make something happen. You can't blame the guy. It's worked out for him all season long doing crazy stuff like that. I mean, eventually, it's not going to work.
1: It's a rookie mistake. Gosh, yeah.
0: I'm reluctantly, very, very reluctantly going with Houston because... There's something about Denver I feel like they got cursed but in a good way and they just it's almost like once Josh McDaniels got fired it like positively affected them just because he used to be their coach I don't know.
1: The bad the, the bad man is gone and just it's such a he was such a bad man that the whole aura just lifted off of the AFC West.
0: Well I mean think about it, they couldn't beat Las Vegas when Josh McDaniels was there. So I don't know. <laughs> but I'm going reluctantly, very reluctantly going to Houston. Just because I feel with like them being at home and it's it's gonna come down to a CJ Stroud game winning drive again. I just have this feeling.
1: Yeah, I still, I I know that Denver now has a five-game winning streak. I know that they have the longest winning streak in the NFL. I know that defense is playing better. And I know that Russell Wilson has the most red zone touchdowns this year by, I think, a pretty good margin. But you know what? (laughs) I've picked against him every time during this five-game winning streak, and I'm not going to stop now. Give me the Houston Texans in this game. Because you know what, folks? Even though Russell Wilson has those great touchdown numbers, he only threw for like 170 yards in that game this last week. He's not really throwing for that many yards. And he's he's just doing his Russell Wilson shit where... He's not fast, but he's not slow. And somehow he outran Miles Garrett on that play, which I don't understand because Miles Garrett is actually fast as shit and also has like a longer stride than Russell Wilson. I, Like, he, Russell Wilson somehow breaks the laws of physics. But you know what? C.J. Stroud seems to be like Russell Wilson 2.0 and the next coming of Mr. Wilson, except maybe a little bit taller and a little bit stronger and a little bit faster.
0: He does exactly what I do.
1: But better. I was- because that's how new things happen. Everything is better when it's newer. So CJ Stroud going to get this victory after he got that loss last week where he at least deserved to probably go to overtime and then lose to the Prince, Trevor Lawrence. But he definitely deserved overtime at least. And this week, he's getting the win at home. Let's go. Suck it, Denver.
0: Yeah, CJ Stroud also has a tank, and Russell Wilson does not.
1: He does not. He just has a very nice suit on to sit on.
0: <laughs> yep. <laughs> Last game at noon on Sunday. We have the 8-3 and three Miami Dolphins traveling to the 4-8 Washington Commanders. Bye-bye Jack Del Rio. Just fire Ron Rivera. I don't understand. I just why? Uh, whatever. Uh, Miami is favored by nine and a half, fifty and a half point over under. Ninety eight percent of the fan vote is going with Miami, and is on my eye because I don't think Washington's gonna win another game this year. And that's the whole reason I'm picking Miami. And they beat bad teams.
1: Yeah, I'm. This is the golden lock of the week. Miami crushes bad teams. I don't care if this gets up to thirteen. I would still take this point and eat them. Miami hasn't played a great game recently and really, really needs a great game to kind of get themselves ready for this playoff push. And you know who's a great team to go against when you need? You need to play someone to get yourself feeling right and feeling good about yourself. The Washington Commies. Now, if they would have done the right thing and fired Ron Rivera and Eric Bieniemy was coaching this team and coaching this game, I would legitimately consider taking the commies. But since everyone else in the entire organization seems to take the blame for Ron Rivera and good old tugboat Tom, as I like to call him, is still there coaching this team, they're going to get housed in their own house. And it's, it's not going to go well. Tyreek Hill might have 1,000 yards in this game, and Jalen Waddle might have 750. I mean... They might try and put up 70 again because they've taken a lot of shit recently and they did not play great against the Jets. I know they won the game, but it wasn't the kind of game you should have had against the Jets in the way that the Chargers looked a lot better against the Jets than the Dolphins did. So please, beat the hell out of the commies and get Ron Rivera fired already. So golden lock of the week, eat the points, ride with the Dolphins. Ah! It's a dolphin noise.
0: You know what's going to happen? What? They waited too long to fire Ron Rivera. So when they want to hire Eric Bandami at the end of the year, they're going to find out that he's taking the Carolina job.
1: I would laugh my ass off if that happened. That would be probably the most righteous justice ever. I can see him going to Carolina
0: to work with Bryce Young.
1: Yeah, I can see him doing it
0: and speaking of Carolina I have 305 on Sunday the one in ten Carolina Panthers are traveling to the four and seven Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Buccaneers are favored by five and a half for the 37 and a half point over under 93 percent of the fan vote has Tampa Bay and I think I know who you're picking in this game but uh, why don't you tell me because I'm picking Come on.
1: You you definitely know who I'm picking in this game. I know big cats mean. go roar, and you know what? You fired another bad man. It's it's the it's the theory of the year. The bad man goes away, the team goes up, and not only to just fire one bad man, they fired basically everyone from the offense besides the quarterbacks coach, who is the interim coach, and so he must be the only guy that Bryce Young gets along with. And so that means maybe just maybe we might get to see a sliver of what bryce young looked like in college maybe we get some more run option i don't, i don't know but tampa bay just you're not a good team you have a really bad head coach as well this might be the year of the most head coaching vacancies that we ever see ever like legitimately Every team who doesn't make the playoffs, I wouldn't be surprised if their coach got fired. There's very few bad teams this year whose I think their coach's job is very secure. Like, off the top of my head, I can't really think of one.
0: Uh, Ah, Robert Sala. They came out this week saying that their jobs are secure because of all the chaos from the season.
1: Well, his job shouldn't be secure, but apparently it is.
0: I mean... It shouldn't be, but I mean, if I were in charge, I wouldn't fire him either, because that he's he's a defensive coach and that defense is playing really well.
1: I, I I agree with that. Like there's, but there's just so so many bad coaches. And Todd Bowles, you are quickly rising to the ranks. I mean, Brandon Staley is clearly top of the mountain. Worst coach deserves to be fired the most. But you you buddy, you're trucking right up there with your mountain climbing gear because you want the top spot apparently because. I know that this team is better than what you are coaching. They could have won so many other games this year that they have lost through bad, bad coaching decisions. And he's also supposed to be a defensive-minded coach. And you just let Gardner Minshew rip your ass up. Like, come on, Todd Bowles. Give me Carolina in this game. Because once again, they have got to win another game this year. I just don't think they lose out team has enough pieces, at least on defense, to win another game. And I was wrong about them winning a non-division game. So let's try it the other way. And they win this division game. Carolina in an upset. <laughs> Suck it, America. You are foolish.
0: See, this was the game I was talking about at the beginning that I knew you were going to pick the same as me. Because I am also taking Carolina because it's a division game. And Tampa Bay doesn't doesn't look good. And you brought up a good point I was going to mention. I don't even know who the quarterback coach of the Panthers is. I don't even know his name. But I can guarantee you that coming into this game, he's already a better head coach than Todd Bowles because there's a lot of evidence against Todd Bowles of why he is not a good head coach. So I like Carolina's chances in this game because... Tampa Bay is done. They're cooked. And even though Carolina is 1-10, in they have nothing to play for. They can't even tank to get the number one overall pick because they traded that thing away last year. So why not try to win some games?
1: Uh, I'll say at this I point, you're, you're trying to win games so you can say F you Chicago. Like, oh, you thought you were to yeah. get the number one pick? Too effing bad. Suck it. And... Here you go new england yeah here you go new england i don't have anything against you and you're in the other conference so
0: question since you're the patriots fan has new england had a number one overall pick since drew bledsoe i would That's imagine hard. not because nah. they drew bledsoe took him to the super bowl and then they had tom brady shortly after that so i would imagine uh, not.
1: i don't they have is like I would have been clearly the Drew Bledsoe pick is in my lifetime, but I was a small child at that point, so
0: four or five, I believe.
1: Yeah, I think I want to say ninety-four. I, I want to say, but once again, I would have been seven or eight at that time. So, uh, yeah, uh, yes, no, that's the only one in my lifetime.
0: Okay, well, moving on. Three twenty-five on Sunday, <laughs> we have the seven and four Cleveland Browns traveling to the five and six los angeles rams rams are favored by three and a half with a 39 and point over under and the fan vote has the rams at 59 percent. and this is another one that's hard to pick because the cleveland can't score points anymore and it's just sad if they had a quarterback easily be afc contender they're they're really jeopardizing falling out of the playoff race because they can't score points. But I mean, the Rams are really banged up. It's Rams defense leaks like a sieve. So if like Cleveland had anybody like Avari Cooper just got hurt on Sunday. I don't know what his status is. Not good. I'm going with the Rams because they're at home and they still have Stafford, right? Like, (laughs) I just oh man this is another one of those writers in the NFL like why are you doing this to us is it because you are giving us like game of the year contender this week so you had to give us a whole bunch of crappy games Uh, I got the Rams
1: we're at that weird middle point of the season where we only get one good game a week (laughs) and This ain't it. And we all know what the one good game this week is going to be. So, I... You know what? I I truly... This is a coin flip. Man, I've been on the Rams bandwagon all year. And they just, you know, housed the Arizona Cardinals. But... this Brown's defense. They might do it themselves. You know what? Once again... F it. Give me the Cleveland Browns because they are in a better conference. They might not have a quarterback, but I don't know who's actually going to be able to play the entire game for the Rams because every game they play, they lose at least another two to three players. I know Williams looked really good coming back off of that injury, but man, Miles Garrett has been the far and away best defensive player in the NFL this year. And I could just see him wrecking Matthew Stafford's life for the entire game. So, yeah, I don't I don't know if it will be PJ Walker or the other kid who has three names. And I can't think of it right now. But FTR. Yeah. no,
0: no, no, that's the president.
1: That's <laughs> a president. Close, though. Give me the Browns. And yeah, let's go Cleveland Steamers. It DTR sounds right. I don't know. I
0: can't remember. Finally, the last game in the afternoon slate is definitely America's Game of the Week. And that is the 8-3 San Francisco 49ers traveling to the 10-1 Philadelphia Eagles. San Francisco is favored by 3 with a 46.5 point over-under. But the fan vote has 55% on Philadelphia I am really rooting for a good game here and not a stink fest and like a blowout or one-sided game. Philadelphia lately has been exciting. Like they've been like on the brink of losing a game and then coming back and stealing it Uh, against Buffalo this week. They should have lost. If Gabe Davis would have turned around, caught that touchdown in overtime would have been game over, but wasn't meant to be, and of course Philadelphia drove down the field, scored touchdown to win the game. That was that was probably the best game last week. Uh, oh yeah, the Bills, man, the, they are. Like, I, I feel like we're the only ones that can actually see the Bills for what they are. Everyone's are like, What's going on with the Bills? Like, they're six and six. How, How is this possible? Like, they're not going to make the playoffs and so they're not careful. It's like, we've been saying this all year, ever since yeah. week one when they played the Jets. We're like, The Bills aren't right. <laughs> like, no. they're not the Bills. You anymore.
1: can't lose a game to the Jets after Aaron Rodgers goes down week one. Like, and the way they lost that game, that was bad. That was so bad. It was. And then they went that little win streak and everyone got the glitter in their eyes and they forget that freaking Josh Allen is Josh Allen. He once again threw a game losing interception in that game. He could have closed the door on Philadelphia during regulation. Billy shouldn't have gotten the ball back in regulation. There's no reason because it's except Josh Allen and he likes hero ball. And I, I know he threw the ball 51 times in that game. I know we're not talking about the Bills right now, but gosh hey, damn it. Yeah. That it's well. just, Sean McDermott, you might deserve to be fired. Like, you are quickly Agreed. climbing that mountain of shitty coaches for bad Agreed. decisions.
0: If they don't make the playoffs this year, I think Sean McDermott should be fired. I, like, the playoff collapses. Like, there's only so many times If this team, the window is shutting after this season. And yeah. this is your last chance. And if you don't make the playoffs, he should be fired. 100%. And he already fired Ken Dorsey, the offensive coordinator. I mean, the buck stops with the head coach. So, I, I'm i excited for this game, though. I've been looking forward to this game for, like, a couple weeks now. Uh, earlier on in the season, I was hoping that these uh, two teams matched up, and I didn't know if they did, and I'm glad they did. I should have known because they both won their divisions last year. But yeah. uh, who you got in this game?
1: I... This game is rough because it is... You know what? Actually, I'm going to go with one of my oldest and truest rules. And I just remembered it right here. And the Eagles played an overtime game this last week. And you know who didn't play an overtime game this last week? San Francisco. So give me the 49ers in this game. And also, I've not truly been a believer in the Eagles all year. I've, I've been saying... But this 10-1 record is great. I think they are one of the best teams in the NFC. But legitimately, they shouldn't be 10-1. and they, they should at least have a couple other losses on their ledger. And I just think San Francisco is going to come into this game with something to prove, especially after the way the game went last year in the playoffs, losing Brock Purdy on, what, the first or second play of the game and having to start their, at that point, fourth string quarterback because they had no one else and they got destroyed and could have easily been going to another Super Bowl. They are going to come into this game looking for blood. revenge. I think the Eagles are going to get exposed a little bit. They got a little exposed this last week. That defense, you gave up 31 points to Josh Allen and the Bills. So what? Uh, what is this San Francisco offense going to do that is clicking on all cylinders? Give me the San Francisco 49ers and I I don't I don't know if I would put any money on this game because it's a scary game and it could easily swing the other way if Brock Purdy looks like Brock Purdy did during those three losing games. But I, I do think San Francisco wins this game. They are since getting acquiring Chase Young. That defense looks even scarier than it did during the beginning of this season. And I didn't think that was possible.
0: I also have San Francisco because I just feel like they're the better team. And if any team's going to stop Philadelphia from luck, it's going to be San Francisco because they're going to just, they just have too much talent on that offense. I've I just, I've said it all season long, I just feel like San Francisco is the most complete team. I still feel that way. Even when they lost three games in a row, I still feel like they're the most complete team. Uh, in my opinion, they're the best team in the NFC. Could be the best team in the NFL. But, yeah, I'm excited for this game. I hope it's a really good game. I, I really hope it's not like a blowout. hope San Francisco doesn't just come in there or Philadelphia and just route one or the other. Uh, yeah, yeah, San Francisco.
1: Did you see the stat that uh, San Francisco is playing all bird teams <laughs> like going forward for a little while? I did not. Yeah, they played the Eagles and then they played, uh, they'll play Seattle again next week. And I think they played the Arizona Cardinals and then they play the Ravens.
0: Birds, 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 birds.
1: Neat. (laughs) Yeah, five games in a row, all bird teams.
0: Now we're going to talk about Sunday night football. And that is where we see the eight and three Kansas City Chiefs. Traveling to the 5 and 6 Green Bay Packers. The Chiefs are favored by 6.5, 42.5 point over under. 93% of the fans are on the Chiefs. And I really, just like last week, I really want to pick the Packers in this game. I just, I can't do it. Like the Chiefs have that great defense and patrick mahomes is crazy and they have travis kelsey i just i really want to pick the packers because if they come out and they play like they played against detroit they can beat kansas city for sure but you don't know if they're gonna do that like i'm not gonna not gonna foolishly pick them to win because they had one good game this year and yeah they probably should have four wins in a row they should have beaten pittsburgh but, I mean, they've won three out of the last four after losing four straight. So, they're doing good. They're one game under 500, which is probably right where I thought they would be at this point of the year. And also in playoff discussion. They're only a game out of that, which is kind of surprising to see where they are now when just a few weeks ago, like, the world was ending here in Wisconsin. And fire everybody and get rid of Jordan Love and... Yeah, like I said, just calm down. Just wait. Just let it play out. I'm still not, even though I was talking about earlier in the season, I'm not banking on them. Earlier in the episode, I'm not banking on them uh, making the playoffs. It's fun that they're in the discussion. It makes the season more worthwhile. That, like, even last year when they made that run and almost made it to the playoffs, it made for a better season. I guess, like, no offense to you, but. Patriots that's that's not fun you know what I mean and I feel for no, you I really it's do
1: not I, I, I have no problems admitting it it's not fun at all
0: I can't go against the Chiefs in this game because I just feel like their, their defense is too good and the Packers offense is still too inexperienced they're not gonna have Aaron Jones uh depends if Christian Watson or like Romeo Dobbs they can play good. Jalen Jaden Reed is also banged up, but I mean he should play. It's just I can't I can't pick Green Bay in this game. I really 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 want to. I'm wearing wearing a Packers shirt tonight, but I
1: just I can't do it. You know what? You're picking Green Bay. I'm picking Green Bay, my man. I. It's not that I don't, I I don't think Green Bay is like ascending to this higher level yet, really. But once again, I think this is a culmination of a lot of different factors. And I think Kansas City is very exposed. They, I know they ended up housing the Las Vegas Raiders after going down 14 to nothing. But the formula to at least score points and how to bother the Kansas City Chiefs has been shown multiple times. And Rashawn Gary, if he can do anything like he did in this last game against Jared Goff, Patrick Mahomes this year has been sackable. He hasn't been the Patrick Mahomes of old who you just could not get your hands on him at all. This offensive line is not nearly as good. Travis Kels, is Taylor Swift gonna be at the game? Probably not. It's all the way in Green Bay. There's not a there's not an airport right there. She can't just breeze in really quick at the last second. She had to fly all the way, you know, like a private airfield. And I know she's got the money, but is she going to do all that work? I just think that it's at home. Once again, they have a little extra rest. They have the extra three days that Kansas City doesn't have extra prep time. Kansas City's got it's a night game. And once again, Packers QBs in night games always play better than they should. I know except for that Monday night game against the Rams the last time I said that, it didn't turn out so well. But this time, it's going to turn out well. So give well, me the against,
0: Packers. Uh, Vegas. They beat the Rams.
1: Uh, yep, the Rams. I'm sorry. Yeah. What RA, one RA team to another.
0: Yeah. Why does Patrick Mahomes do the thing with his finger? That really bothers me. I don't know. It really, really bothers me. And I don't know why. It didn't start bothering me until this year. But, like, it just, like... Is he like Morris coding to the sideline? <laughs> maybe,
1: maybe it's that's how he signals the refs.
0: Yeah, maybe, maybe he's a robot.
1: Maybe. Well, these are all the things that we might find out.
0: Now we have Monday Night Football, which is actually really sad because a couple of weeks ago it would have been Joe Burrow versus uh, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> Uh, so we have the five and six Cincinnati Bengals traveling to the eight and three Jacksonville Jaguars. Ja- Jacksonville is favored by eight. Uh thirty-eight and a half point over under. Ninety one percent is on Jacksonville. I can guarantee you one thing though. In this game, Kitty's gonna go meow.
1: That is true. <laughs> can't can't deny that. It's another big cat bowl.
0: Uh it does suck because I mean obviously it's gonna be Jacksonville in this game because it just, I don't know, Cincinnati. I mean, they could have won. They could have definitely won on Sunday. They just couldn't score points, and that's. I don't know why they weren't feeding Mixon. To be honest with you, you'd think that with an inexperienced quarterback, you probably want to run the ball with a, like legit running back. But I don't know. I really feel like Jacksonville has proven themselves this year as being legit. Uh, I don't. I don't see them – I don't know. Once you get to the playoffs, anything can happen. I don't see them, like, making it to this Bowl, but who knows. Uh, I told you that 49ers' loss was an anomaly. Like, and it meant nothing. Nothing. 49ers were angry. Jacksonville slept in that game. Like, since then, they've looked good. Trevor Lawrence has looked good. They They've won this division already. I mean, nah, eh, I maybe mean, there's still a chance that Houston could sneak up on them, but with Houston losing to them this past week, I think they need that some help. Yeah, I think it's pretty much a safe bet that this is Jacksonville's division for the second year in a row.
1: Yeah, you don't see a return winner in the south divisions very often, but yes, I do agree that Jacksonville has got this in the bag for the division. They also have this in the game. Jacksonville has a lot of that Miami quality to them this year and a little bit of that Dallas quality as well where bad teams they put the foot down on the throat and they handle their business. Unfortunately without Joe Burrow the Bengals are kind of a bad team. They they have the they have a lot of pieces but without the main figurehead of the boat they it just doesn't run. It just doesn't run at all and I see the Jacksonville Jaguars running away with this game. I think this game is very important to Doug Peterson. I think he wants to show in a primetime spotlight, especially after how they got destroyed by San Francisco. Last time they were in the, you know, spotlight of America being the early game of the week and the main game that was being shown on Fox. I think he wants to come into this game and probably put up some points and make the Bengals look foolish and show that a Jaguar can beat out a Bengal tiger even though that wouldn't happen in real life because the Bengal Tiger would whoop a Jaguar's ass. But the Jacksonville Jaguars will beat the Cincinnati Bengals. And you know what? As a rare Monday night bonus lock of the week, eat those nine points. Because once again, I think that Doug Peterson is going to go out there to make a statement.
0: You know what kind of sucks? I was just thinking while you're talking. It has nothing to do with the last game of the year or week. both purple teams are on by this week. So you couldn't even like slip the purple like, oh, yeah. bonus lock of the week on the Vikings.
1: Yeah. There's no, there's no Baltimore Ravens lock of the week. I couldn't, yeah, you're right. I couldn't even call it the purple lock of the week. It wasn't even a bird game this week that two birds played each other. So I could have gone the Ravens lock of the week that way.
0: Such a shame.
1: It's a shame. The one, the one week of the year that the Ravens are on by, and I actually won't use the Baltimore Ravens lock of the week. I had the turkey lock of the week last week. There was three of those, so, you know, maybe that makes up for it.
0: Maybe I can still do the Baltimore lock of the week because they're not losing.
1: They are not losing. That that is the Baltimore Ravens lock of the week right there. They will not lose this week.
0: We hope. (laughs) I, I don't really have much else. I don't have any final thoughts. I can't think of anything. I mean, let's see how many different games we have. One, two, three. Three different games. So there's going to be some movement.
1: There's going to be movement no matter what.
0: Unless there's a tie. Shit. Yes. <laughs> Can't
1: believe there's only three games different. And I, I picked some. I picked, well, yeah. I got the Packers. So yeah. you'll actually be happy if uh, I'm right. Yeah, I won't be
0: mad at that one at all. I. I hope it's a good game. I really
1: do. As a non Packers fan, I feel I don't feel like weird being like, yeah, they're gonna win. Like I always feel weird when you're you know in your own team that you're rooting for, you're like, Oh, they're playing a really good team and they're not very good. And you know it. But see I have I don't have like the hope kind of factor. I'm just going by the numbers.
0: I really wish the Jets wouldn't have uh, protected their uh... First round pick for Aaron Rodgers. Like we would have, the Packers would have had a top ten pick.
1: Yeah, be nice. They would. No, so, I don't know, man. Definitely the Jets nice. uh, could win a couple more games here, and they uh, will definitely be then in like the middle pack, anyways. So
0: no, I'll keep losing, so we'll get like an early second rounder. And there's still a lot of like choice talent in the top of the second round, so
1: it's true. See, look, we we thought of some final thoughts right there. Look at us.
0: Yeah, well. My other final thought is I'm going to bed. <laughs> Smart. So, so we can go to bed. We have to throw... I saw the drum roll, I forgot. We have to throw up the social media shenanigans. Ta-da!
1: There you go. Yes, follow me here. Follow Diesel there. Follow the show down there. Listen to the audio-only format on any of your favorite podcasting platforms. Make sure that you're like, commenting, sharing, and subscribing here on YouTube. And down in the comments, tell me, if you live in a cold weather area, what's your favorite part about snow? Or if you live in a warm weather area, why you're happy you never have to deal with the shit? Mm-hmm.
0: Well, on Bye. that note, I don't have anything that I like about snow. I guess it's pretty. That's about it. Like. If it stay off the roads and the sidewalks and stuff like that, I wouldn't have a problem with it. But it doesn't. I didn't have it to shovel. Listen. Yeah, and I wasn't ready to shovel this weekend, but I had to, and I did you it. Too. I have nothing else, so I'm excited, kinda, for this weekend. So uh, let's watch some football.
1: Bye. This has been a Visionaries Global Media production. Visionaries Global Media Envisioning Excellence on a Global Scale.